This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I get to welcome Amber Cullum. Amber is founder and host of her podcast started in 2019 called Grace Enough, which is aimed at women to help them make an impact for God's kingdom. She is a physical therapist and grew up in Kentucky, but currently lives with her family in Raleigh, North Carolina. She's been married to Sam for 12 years and they have three children. Find out more and check out her podcast at graceenoughpodcast.com. Amber, I've been looking forward to this. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Champ. Oh, this is going to be great. So what verse do you have for us today? So today we are looking at John 17, 17. And that verse is short, but very impactful. It says, sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. Okay, so that is a really short verse. So maybe we should just stop and say, what's the background here? What's the context? Can you put this verse in its setting for us? Yeah, so in John 17, Jesus has just gone through several different things in his final days with the disciples, and now he is praying for them. So in this part of chapter 17, he is praying for the disciples, but right before that, he actually prays for himself in verses 1 through 5, and then the disciples in 6 through 18, and then all future believers in verses 19 through 26. So it's very, very powerful chapter altogether. So in many ways, we think of like Matthew chapter 6 as containing the Lord's Prayer, but this this really is the Lord's Prayer. This is himself praying here, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. It's phenomenal. So I'm going to read that verse again. It was short. This is John 17, 17. I'm reading out of the Christian Standard Bible. Jesus says this, Sanctify them by the truth, your word is truth. All right, so let's do a lightning round here, Amber. Jesus says, sanctify them. Who's them? So in this case, he's talking about people who are following him. Hmm. So he is saying, God, sanctify these people that I've been with. In this case, the disciples, the 12 men. Sanctify them while I am going to be with you or I'm coming to be with you. Hmm. So he's talking about the disciples here. Great. Okay. So then sanctify, that's, that's a great church and Sunday school word, isn't it? So it is. uh, what does sanctify mean? So most of the time when we think about the word sanctify, we often think about being made more holy. And while that is absolutely true, in this context, it's actually talking about being set apart. Hmm. So these men, us, if we are a believer, you know, a follower of Christ Jesus are being set apart by the truth. So that's more of, if you were reading this verse, you could say, um, set us apart, Lord, by your truth. Okay, so here we are. God is going to use us. He's setting us apart to use us in his world. And he goes on to talk about his word. Can you put those halves together? Like, how does sanctifying fit with his word? Well, so if you look at, that's the thing. These are, it's two different phrases here. So sanctify them by the truth. What is that truth? Your word is the truth. And so as we study, read, pray, dig into God's word, he continues to daily set us apart 
meaning we become less and less like the world around us Hmm. through the study and the understanding and the revelation that the Spirit of God gives us as we dig into His Word. So you've got three kids. They're all under the age of 10 right now. Yes. And different levels of reading and different levels of understanding. How would you say to your kids, all right, here's how you're going to be sanctified by truth. I mean, how would you encourage them and and other kids to be in the Word? Yeah, so we have a couple of different things that we do. With our 10-year-old right now, he just has a natural passion for the Word of God, Mm. but he is a personality that very much is all about the knowledge. So with him, we focus a lot more on, hey, when you're reading this, sit down and actually chew on it a little bit. What do those things mean? How does it make you feel? Mm. Now, some kids, my middle child is more of a feeler. Hmm. So for her, we focus a lot more on what did you actually read? What is the text actually saying? And a lot of times just encouraging her to actually sit down with her Bible can be the challenge. Mm -hmm. And so we tend to do a lot more of devotional type activities with her where a great thing is the devotional dippers. I don't know if anyone out there has ever heard of those, but it's a little tiny card. You just pull it out. It has a name of God and one verse. And so you read that. And for her, that's exciting because there's a question that (laughs) follows. So it gets the ball rolling. I I mean, not to point out towards you, but even your book, um, Radical Book for Kids, has been a great resource for my youngest, middle and oldest because it has pictures. It causes them to ask us questions. So for my four-year-old right now, you know, it's all about the questions. What does this mean? (laughs) Um, So that's kind of how we go about approaching the Word of God with the various ages in our home. So if you were to take this verse, these words of Jesus in John 17, 17, and put it in your own words and paraphrase it, what would that sound like? God set apart my family, myself, and all who follow you by the words that you have written in the Bible. That's great. So now that we're getting into the meaning of this verse and how we can live it out, how has this verse affected you, Amber? What's the story here? So several years ago, I read all of John 17, and for some reason, it just struck me differently. And it was probably because I was a new mother. Hmm. And so I had a newborn baby at home. I was spending a lot of um, moments pulling my hair out because it was a very (laughs) difficult time. And I remember sitting down and reading these And looking and thinking, these are the actual words of Jesus that he is praying for people who follow him, Hmm. for those who will be left behind when he ascends and sits with the Father. And so I adapted those verses and began to pray verses 6 through 18 for my oldest son. Hmm. And I have continued to do that for all three of my children. And Hmm. so... The importance has come through the repetition and realizing that as we pray the scripture for ourselves, for our children, for other people, that our hearts actually begin to align more with what he already wants for them. Mm, That's great. So as we think about these verses, there's a way of thinking like how they apply to our own lives and how we can Mm -hmm. be more sanctified, uh, be set Mm -hmm. apart by his word. And we're asking the Lord to do it. But how do these verses point us to Jesus as well? Well, and the very fact that it is Jesus speaking them says so much. This is a glimpse into the heart that Jesus has for his people. 
Because in verse 15, if we back up a little bit, it says, my prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. And it goes on in 16 to say, they are not of the world, even as I am not of it. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. So it points us towards Jesus because it's actually what he prayed for us. You know, protect them from Satan, not by removing them from all possible difficulties, challenges, trials, suffering, Mm. um, you know, evil intent, but instead purifying them, making them more holy, setting them apart by your word. Yeah, you can really learn a lot about someone and their heart by listening carefully to how they pray. Absolutely. So speaking of praying, Amber, it's been wonderful to have you on the podcast. Thank you for pointing us to this prayer of Jesus in John 17, a prayer that we can pray for our families today. Would you just take a moment and close our time by praying this verse for all of us? Absolutely. And I'm just going to back up and start in 15. Father, we pray that you would not take us out of this world, God, but that you would protect us from the evil one, from the things that surround us and tempt us to walk away from you. God, I pray that um, just as your son Jesus is not of the world, that we would not be of the world. And Lord, that you would sanctify us, set us apart, make us more holy as we study and read and learn and pray your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word on the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.